Oh, hi. Hi, hi. It's another episode of Blossom Buddies. We're in the twilight. Oh, hi. Of, we're in the twilight of Blossom. This is me and I am the sun. And the sun is Craig. setting on Blossom. It's uh, it's about 4 p.m. in the afternoon, maybe a little <laughs> bit later. It's a beautiful Monica. sunset. Um, it's almost like a blossom. No, no, mm. there's no joke. The opposite of that. The opposite of that. What's you know, sun. flowers blossom in the spring? What happens to flowers in the autumn? They melt. They wilt. They wilt. They, they melt. wilt away, and they die, just like this podcast slowly did over the course of two years. Mm-hmm. Our next podcast um, will be the total opposite of this. It'll be relevant, and people will want to listen. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll be about appealing topics. It won't be such a hard sell to people. No, no we're not going to. I guarantee you we're not going to do a show about uh, ALF. Nope. Or Party of Five? No, definitely not Party <laughs> of Five. Uh, we might talk either about various... of those topics would probably be better than Blossom, though. We might talk about various television shows. We might talk about movies. Who knows? Hey, yeah, we might be... mention Party of Five. Yeah, we might uh, mention... The whole show Elf. won't be Party of Five, though. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, At this point, I can say we probably will mention ALF. We usually mention Elf, <laughs> usually regardless mention Elf. of what we're doing. <laughs> Elf uh, usually comes up in conversation. I'm going to eat your cat. Uh, I'm going to. I'm Elf, and I'm going to eat your cat. When uh, when I was in high school, I got a bit of a story to tell before we left the episode. So when I was in high school, like grade ten ish, grade nine, grade ten, um, my my best friend at the time was like a year older. He was the grade older than me, and we, for whatever reason, I don't know why we picked this funeral home. But our after-school activity was just to place collect crank calls to this one funeral home in Burlington. We thought it was hilarious. Um, and sometimes we would say, I'm Alf, and I'm going to eat your cat. Because you know how, like, you place a collect call, and it's like, say your name at the at the tone. And then it's like, you have a collect call from, I'm Alf, and I'm going to eat your cat. <laughs> like, that was our, uh, we, we. Perfect. Uh, the police staked out the payphone that we always used we got caught because we ended up calling them uh, uh we had a sleepover at my house and we ended up calling them and they had our number on the call display <laughs> we were not smart 15 year olds no i can't believe you're still rocking crank calls at 15 <laughs> at 15 i was at i was going we to like not. house parties and shit just like this episode of blossom we were not going to house parties no one was inviting us to house parties we were oh not, we were i my friends my friends, I had a group, my group of friends were all latchkey kids mm-hmm. and we would take like our parents would take turns kind of not, they wouldn't like coordinate it, but like anybody whose parents were like away there was mm-hmm. about eight of us, we yeah, would just... party at their place for the weekend. Right. Yeah. And other parents had, you know, some parents had cottages that all summer they'd go Oh, you man. know, they'd go away. So we'd have these houses and then we just invite everybody. Yeah. I didn't school. start doing that until I was uh, like 18 or so. That's when, that's when that kind of thing started happening. Well, it was when I started lifeguarding. Uh, and that was the thing. It was like, whose parents are away this weekend? Okay. Your house is where the party is. Yeah. It'll be a party yeah. every weekend. It was, it was like that from about 15 years on for me. Nice. Until I finally moved out when I was 19. So yeah, yeah. No, we, we um, if we weren't uh, crank calling a funeral home, we were going to Billy's house and playing uh, playing Super Mario Kart nice. and uh, and wrestling. 
So these anecdotes actually tie in to this episode for once. Usually we start off the show talking about absolute nonsense. Then we have to catch ourselves and be like, oh, yeah, this episode is about Blossom getting finger blasted on Fuck Hill. This episode is about Blossom dressing like a high end escort. Yep. Uh, And no one else at the party is. So, of course, Blossom gets all the attention, whether it's the right or wrong attention. She got it. It's true. And if this was two seasons ago, she would have gotten into a sticky situation involving a guy having a pants full of sticky situations. Yeah, yeah, there was no sticky situation. Like, first base didn't even happen. No. But um, so the episode starts out with, like, I thought it was going to go a different way. So Joey is watching the game, and there's, like, a David Mm Attenborough-style voiceover of Blossom being like, the male of the species sits and watches the game while adorning mm-hmm. the uh, dress of the the team as the yeah. sportsmen so, dance on the screen, blah, blah, blah. And then it pans over and Nick's there with them. And, and, and then their girlfriends. Outfits. Yeah. And then their girlfriends come in dressed as cheerleaders and Blossoms says something along the lines of like, the only thing that will move them in this state is uh, their their mates coming by with you know dressed like cheerleaders or whatever yeah. i don't know and then they don't drop the nature documentary motif entirely but they really half-ass it from this point on like they they didn't lean into it no the, but blossom kind of does the narration like and twice more was, throughout the episode if this was two seasons ago the whole episode would have just been like little snippets of their life yeah, uh, with uh, voice the whole episode wouldn't have been like a nature documentary, except with people, and that would have been a uh, kind of funny motif for the episode. But like, they really just did it for the intro and kind of let it go. Yeah, because we immediately go to Blossom reading Smut, uh, Madame She's Bovary. Reading- <laughs> Pretty sure it's legitimate literature, um, but it seems she very. Gets to a very yeah, she gets to a very steamy part, and then six calls, and six just goes, "Want to go to a party?" <laughs> Yeah, six calls. Uh, or no, Blossom calls six because six does, is already on the line with her friend, and then they have a conference call. They have a three. Yeah, but does Blossom say, "Do you want to go to a party?" I can't remember. I don't care. No, personally. it's it's Lisa or Angie. I'm not sure what uh, Six's friend's name is. Um, six is like, yeah, like Angie's or Lisa or whatever. She's talking about this party. Um, oh, so, it is Angie, right? Sorry, because that's Sarah Rue from stuff. Okay. I don't know who that is. She's vaguely familiar. I thought you said her. I thought you said her name. Angie. Or you said she was in Scream or something. I don't recall saying that at all. Oh, that's it. We're fighting. This podcast is over. <laughs> we're doing. We're doing the thing where we fight again, ladies and gentlemen. It's super fun for everybody to listen to <laughs> awkwardly. Super, Actually, super that was no, Are we on uh, Instagram Live right now? No, that'll Man, never happen again. Fight. Let's not fight. Unless then. we. Uh, unless like, the whole premise of our next podcast is it's all Instagram live. Yeah. And we're always unprepared and on three hours of sleep. Every Wednesday, we have to have no sleep the night before and then do a live podcast. And then I'll I'll talk about it all week, but remind you four minutes before we start that we're going to do it on Instagram live. Yeah. If yeah. you uh, if you watched last two weeks ago two weeks ago uh comment below about how much you loved listening to us bicker for 20 minutes go to jason's instagram and leave a comment on that post yeah it's still there it's still there it's important influencer we had i can't believe i can't believe we had people join i think that's what got me i didn't expect anyone to join except for like two or three people and then we started getting people commenting i was like oh holy shit we have to 
we have to be on our best behavior. And I was not. You were not. You were talking over me and I was trying to keep <laughs> the ball rolling, but you just were like, let's get through this. I can't. It was very flummoxing because like audio was coming from several sources. <laughs> We're just that, like, like yeah. turn your phone onto Instagram and your computer onto Zoom. And yeah, we could we could do it again with some some planning and practicing. And we could we could from our computers stream to everything at once. That's true. We could set, we could right. set that up right. So we anyway, go to the we're kitchen. Talking about Blossom. Yeah, we Blossom go to the kitchen. Uh, all of the care, all of the new characters introduced in the last season or so, except for Shelly, are having a scene together without any of the regulars. Yeah, all the new characters. So Frank, the little kid who's friends with Kennedy, the new baby, and Carol are all there, and they're yeah, talking about the baby. I said Kennedy. Okay, we're fighting. Said, yeah, we're okay, fighting. We're fighting. <laughs> I want a divorce. Um, and they're taking care of the baby. Um. Frank thinks the baby is boring and that Kennedy's boring. I think Frank is uh I think Frank is the 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 viewer in the comic really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he represents <laughs> us, the viewer. Yeah. This is boring. Why is there a scene where we're looking at a baby that's not even a real baby? It's just a the sitcom thing they do where it's a cradle with nothing in it, but just a bunch of blankets, so we can't tell that there's nothing in it. And then Nick comes tell. Nick comes in with N95 masks. Yeah, they come you in know, with uh the dust masks. Yeah, and, we know that he wouldn't be a uh, an anti-masker. Yeah, and he's all like, "Oh, let's." Uh, the Shelley's asked that we wear masks around the kid, the baby, and Frank goes smoking, smoking like because it's nineteen ninety five. The yeah. mask has been out for a year or so. Um, yep, and that's the kind of jokes that they make on Blossom. They're they're just like, "Oh, there's a movie out. Let's see if we can use the words in the title of that movie to make a joke." So yeah, Blossom comes in. She she's got a big giant jacket on. She's pulling her classic lying for no reason. Yep. Uh, especially in this situation, she does yeah, not need and to lie. The thing is, she does not need to lie because like two three seasons ago, Blossom was like going to parties and already had the heart to heart talks with her dad about like how oh I'm a grown up now I'm gonna I'm gonna go to parties, dad. But don't worry, like I'll be safe. Like all that stuff already happened. Yeah. There's no reason for her to lie to her her dad about go into a party because they've already discussed that it's fine for her to go to parties. It plays into my theory that this season is a re uh, a repilot. Like this it plays into my theory that this season is a fever dream. It's a fever dream repilot where it's like the the gas leak season of community where nothing seems yeah, right but it's exactly. all the same characters, you know, yeah. and none of the storylines make any sense. Yep. And none of the characters are acting like themselves. Yeah. So good. 30 Rock did the gas leak better than community. It's true. Because well, community retconned it, whereas Thirty Rock, it'll just they were like, we're doing a ghastly episode. <laughs> so uh, she walks outside. She takes off her giant jacket to reveal uh, an over-the-top, sexy, like a black cocktail dress. slash ballroom cocktail dress. dress. Yeah, like she's a teenager. She's going to like a, maybe it's a college party because they were like, oh, we're. We're going to a grown-up party. They're like, oh, I don't know party. why to act like a grown-up party. But I mean, it's like, it's like a college party. The people there are slightly older than them. Yeah. They, when they I go to the party, Six is dressed like, it was a weird outfit, but like. Six is dressed appropriately. Appropriate, it seems yeah. though, the, it's like, it's people that are in their 20s having a party. And the dude mm-hmm. that Blossom ends up talking to seems to be about. 22 we'll get to why yeah. i think that when we get to his part but she has a little uh attenborough bit here too about subterfuge um too so like there she's she's just she must have just watched a david attenborough special recently and she's she's 
uh, doing voiceovers for everything in her head. Yeah, like they didn't show that on camera. Maybe she was in biology class and they watched a nature nature doc in biology yeah. class or something. This episode was written by. Um, it was uh, written by who? Sarah. Sarah Seeger. So she's been writing shitty episodes of Blossom for a minute now. It's directed by <laughs> Ted Wass as well. Oh, so I it's, I don't know. I thought in my head, typically the director takes the written content and sort of makes it his own thing, their own thing, his or her. In this instance, it's almost like Susan, Susan Seeger wrote this shit down and Ted Wass was like, I have to act too. So we're just going to do whatever's on the sheet. I'm not yeah. going to put my spin on it. I might do some cool, cool camera angles. I bet he was fighting for that set. That's like the behind the house. Uh, yeah, there was a, uh, that one camera angle. That was weird. Right. So that's, I think that's the next shit, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like when she walks into the party, the camera angle is like tilted slightly. Yeah. It's like a Dutch kind of a Dutch angle, but not a super hard one, like in sixties uh, Batman, but it still is a skew. Mm -hmm. um and she kind of just wanders through the party while everybody's like looking her up and down with this weird like tribal world music that you hear in like old 70s documentaries about wilderness and drumming yeah like lots of heavy into the drums um Um, let me go back to the kitchen nick and carol like kennedy hold the baby but they're freaking out about it um and then it's revealed during this that uh joey was actually dropped on his head as a baby. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then Nick and Carol get Nick and Carol get super horny over mm-hmm. the baby. Like, yeah, they just want to like the baby. Yeah. Carol is like, there's nothing sexier than a man holding a baby. And then they're like, cool, let's put the baby in this crib right here and then bang right next to the baby. <laughs> like, like, like I get, okay. As being a uh, <laughs> relatively new parent, I mean, our kids uh, about to turn like a year and a half next week. Um, we have never, never banged in front of our son. Not you haven't lived. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I imagine there's a whole, a whole rush. To Nick and bang Carol in front of a person that you gave birth. They to. have this weird, like trope now that they try to bang, and it's not even like yeah. Nick. It's not even like the sitcom trope of Nick being like just horny. And no, they, Carol's like, the horny like, one. She's like, yeah, give it to me, daddy. You're holding a baby. I'm wet as a... Actually, it's not just Carol that's the horny one. Because remember when they were at immigration office? Yeah. Nick was like, let's bang right here in the waiting room. Yeah. And when they were uh, supposed to be chaperoning that dance. Yeah. And they're Uh, they're like, you know, grinding on each other. And then they go into the hallway. Of just like, we're old people and we're going to bang in front of everybody. (laughs) We're just going to fist each other in the hallway here. High school prom. Right up to the elbow. I'm gonna pull your I'm gonna pull your arm out of my ass like I'm trying to start a lawnmower <laughs> while these kids are spiking the punch and fingering each other. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, what the fuck am I talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> my next note, we got to the next scene at the party again. My next note is Blossom is the only prostitute at the party. Because no one true. else is dressed like this. She has okay, so here's a couple things I thought were gonna happen. She has a lineup of dudes. Mm-hmm. I thought it was all the dudes are be, just staring at her like slack job. I thought it was either going to be one of two things because I'm still holding out hope that we're going to get one more special episode before this thing's sudden done, like the old days. Either someone's going to hit on her and try to pay her, that would be like the light, the light one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like somebody's going to be like, "How much?" the The heavy one is she, the dude that she starts talking to, um, 
gets too handsy, takes yeah. her to the bedroom. That's what I thought was gonna happen. Tries to fuck her. She's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Eh." He's like, "Hey, you wanna come on? You're dressed like a high-end escort. You're dressed like a flues. Yeah, your boobs are out. Her boobs are out. By the way, her boobs are out. You have never seen so much of Blossom's cleavage. Like, I hope to God she's fucking eighteen at this point. Mm -hmm. She must be. So the dude's name that she talks, she ends up. She walks. She just like walks across the room. There's this dude who they kind of lock eyes. His name's David. Um, he's very she is handsome. 19 by this point, by the way. Okay, perfect. Well, I'm going to use this episode as... <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. Okay. Ted Wass. directed this episode. The dude, the dude is named David. He actually has a picture on IMDb. I can see it here. He looks... He's still very handsome. He uh, is a quite a handsome man. It's revealed that um, he just likes the cut of her jib. I guess just he keeps he just he maintains eye contact, which is important. Yeah, I mean he's talking like the way he's talking to her is very clearly setting it up for him to like get too handsy. Um, yes. Then because he says this Joey weird thing, it. he says some weird thing where she's like, she's like, oh, he's like, you're gonna, you, my parents are gonna love you, and then she's yeah, like, what are you was... talking about? And he's like, no, but seriously, my parents are going to love you. And I'm just like, dude, the fuck, Michael B. Silver, and he is a silver fox. He now. is a silver fox, my guy. Yeah, that name is fitting. Yeah, Blossom he... is not one of the things he's known for. He's known for Legally Blonde, NYPD Blue, Royal Pains, and Instinct. And I mean, rookie. I don't know. He's on the rookie and stuff, but I think the rookie's still still on. That's that one where. Uh, oh yeah, he's on the rookie. Oh, that's the one with, uh, where is it? Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion is like an old dude who becomes a cop. He, well, looking at this, he's only in one episode of the rookie. Okay. At any rate, um, so Joey comes to this party. Joey shows up at this party dressed like a teacher. Uh, yeah, he's got like this brown velour vest on under his brown jacket and like slacks pulled up to his belly button i don't know when joey suddenly became uncool you can see little bits of his coolness like obviously he's got the dope hairstyle and he's got like this uh he's got this bracelet on that i noticed i was like what part of joey is still joey he's got this very like metal head bracelet on that i noticed i hope we see the africa necklace one more time oh man i hope he busts that out in the final (laughs) episode (laughs) he gives it to blossom as a memento or something so so david and and uh blossom smooch and then you hear a huge whoa from off camera he yeah. walks over he's like what what are you doing with my with my sister the dude's like whoa dude i'm just uh trying to you know fuck her someplace uncomfortable um and then he's like i don't want you hitting on my uh, high school girl yep. she's in high school and he's like what are you talking about you look like an adult and blossom just bolts outside this guy sorry i'm still going through this guy's credit he was in uh, a two-parter of the x-files he was on the x-files probably around this time uh 1998 yeah a couple years after this what episodes Uh, what what uh uh, dreamland and dreamland part two is that howard groden uh an anonymous tip finally brings Mulder, Mulder and scully to the mecca of all ufo lore area 51 Oh, uh, but when the agents witnessed the flight of a mysterious craft there, Mulder and one of the men in black, Fletcher, somehow switched bodies. Oh, it's the one where he switches bodies with uh, friggin' Michael McKeon. That was a good episode. Is that in the first seven seasons? Yes. 
Yeah, this is okay. F- then I've definitely uh, season season six. I vaguely remember it. This is a good one. Yeah, it was at the peak, the peak X Files season six, uh, right before because season seven they started doing like not that it was bad, but they started doing weird stuff. Like there was the crossover with cops. I uh, like that episode. It's it's good and bad. Like it's it's bad in that it's like it, it doesn't seem like an X Files episode, but it's good that like it's a great cops episode. <laughs> I think it's yeah. not a great X Files episode. Yeah, uh, it's entertaining. But if you're hoping for uh, uh, the uh, the myth, myth, the whatever conspiracy story arc, you were not getting any of that. You were getting a bunch of cops running from a werewolf or something. But you don't really see it. It's just people's fears manifesting. Yeah, it was kind of like the predecessor to um, to Cloverfield. Yeah. So yeah, so they Joey follows her outside. They have a heart to heart about you know Joey's like you know what are you doing dressed in like this coming to college parties? I can't handle it. Blossom's like, well, you gotta let me do my thing. I'm an adult now. And mm-hmm. Joey's remember like, two seasons well, ago when I had this conversation with her dad. Yes. You know what I mean? And then Joey looks direct, looks her directly in the boobs and says, you got to stop taking vitamins or something. He also at one point is like, he's like, I didn't, you know, I know what dudes like. They like hot babes and Blossom's like hot babes. And he's like, well, I don't think you're a babe. I think that I know what dudes are thinking and I'm a dude. And he kind of goes. Not, yeah, I know this. what they're noticing, even though I don't notice it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was very it was actually pretty articulate for uh, a joey moment um, that was the 22 minute timer but let's just run we, this episode yeah. out real quick it's very yeah, simple my note at my notes at this point are joey saves his sister from a predator and calls his sister a hot babe <laughs> so um, blossom leaves she goes home carol uh is talking with nick uh nick just falls asleep with the baby she's like oh shit i got i don't have my you know my husband you know T- filling me up and I don't have to listen to a screaming baby. Like, I'm going to eat some ch- uh, chocolate. I'm going to eat some chocolate ice cream. Goes into the kitchen. Blossom's coming home and they have a heart to heart about uh, the whole thing. And and Carol's like, I don't think I w- we would have had a problem with you going to this party. Like, why did you lie? And she's like, I don't know. I like the thrill of it. <laughs> Which is yeah. like, so Blossom just like has a fetish for lying and that sort of Yeah, ties- I guess like that's that ties into the whole series. The whole series, yeah. Like, oh, we've just like peeked behind Blossom's curtain. We know exactly. that. Uh, so the last just because it's a thrill. Just because it's a thrill. So Blossom goes up to her room. The dude calls, and they have a nice little conversation where he's like, uh, he's like, when, when you're, you're 22, 22 and I'm 26 or 27 or 28, we're going to be perfect for each other. Exactly. So I think it's a weird thing like to say. He's like 25. kind of grooming her. Yeah, like it seems like he's, yeah, he's probably... Probably 24, 25. That is grooming language, right? Yeah. yeah You're yeah. like, it's you know, in a couple of years. He is definitely, and in, he has the intent of uh, a statutory rapist. You know, in a couple of years, when uh, when you're a little older, we can talk for now. But when you're a little older, I'll mm-hmm. bang you. Maybe on your 18th birthday, I'll bang you. Yeah, oh, it'll be your birthday present. Yeah, gross. Just all of that's gross. Uh, and then there's a during the credits uh, bit after that it, episode just ends abruptly. And then there's a during credits where they just reshow the scene where she's walking through the party with the Dutch angle because they were clearly very proud of that. Uh, one woe, no drugs. Uh, I think Tony did reference rehab in this episode. Uh, there was no real 
you know, there's no lesson. What's your opinionation? Uh, my opinionation is this is par for the course. It's what I expect. Uh, halfway through season five of Blossom, like we both lost our faith in this show uh, returning to form or uh, saving itself in any means. Um, yeah. It's within like a few season... episodes of season five starting like we thought season five might be the savior of the show but it's the opposite it's like season oh no, we're four... leaning into how bad this show's become season four my opinionation season four was such a slog and but we it... had such hope for season five it's when true hope it... was dashed almost immediately it never recovered from blossom in paris the episodes didn't quite get back to that like here, here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna show you some shit, some after school special shit that ne- that sort of dwindled in season four, and now we're just in full the full house era. Do you think Don Rio thinks back and he's like, ah, my mistake was Blossom in Paris? I hope so. Yeah, I hope so too. I hope he thinks long and hard about that. Unless that was a literal like sweeps sweeps week ratings. Explosion. No, it was. It wouldn't have been because sweeps happens like a couple months into the season and that was like how the season started so that yeah. was well before sweeps that's true that's their big season season premiere then yeah no they they were just leaning into the audience they were like we're gonna do a two-hour blossom movie just to kick off season four which maybe worked like if, if, if we watched that entire thing as one two-hour episode instead of four half-hour episodes it might not have scarred us so bad it's true. If it was, if we just made one one-hour episode. Anyway, this has been Blossom Buddies. You can find us on all social media. Just Google Blossom Buddies, and we're one of the. I think we're the. Uh, you the cannot top. find us on Ello. We are not on Ello. That still exists. I occasionally still get emails. Oh, some some douchebag added you to his friends list on Ello. Well, Do you remember Ello? Do, it was like invite like, only, like like eight years ago. Uh, to that, um, to that end. This is yeah, the, end okay, of the again, This has been Blossom Buddy. Uh, we have eleven. <laughs> we're halfway through season five. We got eleven more episodes left of this entire thing. Come back so, next week when yeah, I took even next less week. notes. Yep. <laughs> Check in next week when Jason and Craig's audio cut out uh, halfway between watching it together. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.